Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Nightlife. What's that? Well, it's on the way back, it seems, and uh, nightclubs, for example, um, will be allowed to reopen, all going well, uh, after the 22nd of October, and many more things are starting to happen again after 18 months of being closed down. But alongside that, there's been a report by the HSE that's reviewed the use of drugs and substance abuse in the context of nightlife settings here. And Dr Eamon Keenan, the HSE's National Clinical Lead for Addiction Services, is on the line. Good morning to you, Eamon. Good morning, Joe. Hi. I'm not too bad. And yourself? You well? Not too bad, thank you. Good. Glad to hear it. Uh, Now, the uh, issue of, well, this is people snorting cocaine and popping pills um, maybe weekend warriors, really, presumably, and then going back to what might be term, determined more normal life Monday to Friday. Sure, yeah, I, I suppose uh, this is a cohort of people that uh, really don't traditionally present uh, to treatment services. Uh, uh, when we look at addiction services, uh, I mean, a lot of people would consider heroin use and uh, maybe crack cocaine. Uh, but there's a cohort of people out there who would be using uh, stimulant-type drugs uh, in what's known as the nighttime economy, uh, nightclubs, uh, pubs, uh, festivals, in those types of settings. And really, uh, you know, from the HSE's point of view, this is a cohort who are putting themselves at, at risk, but I, I'm, we're not really sure whether they realise that. And so part of our job is how do you engage with a cohort of people who don't think they have a problem? And what have they been doing, do you think, for the last 18 months when that whole nightlife um, has been effectively closed down? Well, I suppose when it, when the uh, pandemic hit and, and everything closed down, there was part of me which was thinking, oh, well, this will have uh, a, a great effect and that the drugs won't be available, people won't be using. Uh, but I think if you've been watching the, the news as, as much as I have over the last while, you've been struck by the number of seizures of drugs which have happened uh, over the course of the last 18 months. And certainly some of the research that we would have carried out uh, would have indicated that there would still be a, a party scene and still be drug use uh, taking place underground, if you like. You know, so it hasn't gone away. And I suppose, given that our concern is now that is uh, the nighttime economy is opening up again, uh, there people are going to be maybe their tolerance wouldn't be the same as it had been before, uh, and uh, you know. The, People want to let off steam and uh, the concern is that, that harms can happen. Yeah, so of course, as you say, one of the questions people like this might ask is, oh, what's the harm? What is the harm? Oh, they're, they're, what we're seeing now, uh, both in this country and right across Europe, is an increase in the, if you like, the potency uh, of these uh, stimulant-type drugs. So that means uh, higher strength. Uh, MDMA, ecstasy, higher strength cannabis, uh, higher strength uh, cocaine, uh, and the price hasn't necessarily gone up. So you're getting uh, much more potent substances for around the same money. And with this increase in potency, there's an increase in risk associated with from physical, but in particular, mental health aspects. So people can are, you just are explain from the risk. drug dealer's point of view, what is the advantage for them of increased potency? 
uh, people will take it and they will feel a, a higher, a better buzz uh, and they'll tell their friends and say, oh, yeah, that is, is great. The price hasn't gone up, but this stuff is really good. So they'll actually sell more uh, because, they, you know, they'll say, this is stronger. Uh, what I have in my hand, the stuff that you were getting a few years ago wasn't as powerful. This is powerful, much more powerful. It'll give you a better buzz. It'll right. give you a better hit. So, so this is, in essence, word of mouth marketing. Well, that's the way it is in, in, in this world, uh, you know, that this is my, my product is better than your product. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, and we know we were talking to Michael Gearn, who's a good friend of ours here from Coonvira Addiction mm-hmm. Treatment Centre in Brewery. And he was saying to us in the last couple of weeks that they're very, very concerned about the number of people coming to them now with cocaine addiction. Absolutely. Uh, and that's been a trend over the last few years. We've seen the number of people presenting for treatment associated with cocaine increasing. Uh, and and obviously we have to adapt services uh, to, to meet that need. Uh, um, however, bringing it back to this nighttime economy, there's an, a range of substances. So our concern is people may not just be using cocaine, they'll be using uh, polysubstance uses or other drugs along with it. So a bit of cocaine, a bit of ecstasy, a bit of cannabis, and it's that polydrug use that's, uh, that's a big concern. We've just published research in relation to uh, Irish festival attendees, uh, and we, we did an online survey of almost 1,200 people and 86% of them reported polydrug use, which is a big concern. So we really need to get a message out to these uh, populations about the dangers and the harms associated with polydrug use because there's the interaction of the substances as well, uh, which can be problematic. We're chatting to Dr. Eamon Keenan, the HSE's National Clinical Lead for Addiction Services. Is part of the difficulty here that for some people, they get away with this? for a long period of time and maybe as they get older then they just naturally move away from the nightlife that they would have had and perhaps away from these drugs as well and think, oh sure, it was fine for me. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's fair to say. I think uh, a lot of people will take substances and not necessarily have uh, bad reactions. But unfortunately, many people do have bad reactions. And the reasons that people are having bad reactions is in relation to the polysubstance use, the purity of the substances, and also contaminants within the substances. So part of this report that we've produced has been uh, has looked at the issue of drug checking, uh, which can occur in the nighttime economy. And uh, this uh, is a sort of a novel intervention, although it's happening in a lot of different countries across Europe and about 20 different countries, where maybe drugs that are seized uh, or discarded at a festival can be checked for purity uh, and potency. And if something untoward is identified, then an alert can go out to uh, people attending the the event. And of course, the wider societal point is the impact on many communities that we have seen. And the reality is that if you purchase any of these illegal drugs that you're talking about, somewhere along the line, someone is likely to have been shot for it. Well, that's one thing, again, across Europe, it's seeing greater criminalisation uh, and more violent crime associated with the, the drug scene uh, than what had been the case a number of years ago. One other aspect uh, of it is that the same people often who do this at the weekends and, and take these drugs are probably people who, when they're chatting to their GP during the week, are asking all sorts of questions if they are given a prescription for something. Well, that, that, that's the the odd thing about it is that people wouldn't be uh, taking 
prescription medications without talking to their doctor, uh, but they're happy to snort whatever or take whatever pill or powder uh, when their inhibitions are down. Maybe it's associated with alcohol uh, in, in that scene, in that environment. So there's a very different approach. You're right. And finally, I mean, obviously it is about information. It's trying to get people to um, take educated decisions. You probably mentioned the pent-up element that's going to be released possibly between now and Christmas as the nighttime economy begins to boom um, again. But it feels like it's something that's always going to be with us. You know, you're, you're never going to get rid of a significant minority of our population who want to snort this stuff up their nose or pop these pills. I think you're right, and I think uh, we have to look at what's been happening in Europe. And in Europe, uh, in the nighttime economy, uh, services uh, and supports are much more available and much more geared towards this population to prevent harm. So really there's a big issue that we have to do is harm reduction in the nighttime economy in terms of substance use. The reality is there, you're right. Uh, it would be fantastic if, if we woke up tomorrow after the pandemic and said, well, nobody's going to take drugs again. It, it'll all be great. But the reality is, and we know this from our research, is that people are taking substances. These stimulant drugs are... Uh, are happening and we really need to minimise the harm uh, associated with this. Where do you stand on decriminalising drugs like these? Uh, I don't think in this country we can decriminalise. We're not in a position to decriminalise. I think uh, it would be better and I know that the government have uh, put in place a working group looking at the health diversion. So in other words, if somebody uh, comes into contact uh, with Garda Shikana who is in possession of drugs for personal use, that that person would be diverted into a health uh, programme, uh, a health intervention. So we're working uh, very much towards that model right. uh, as opposed to decriminalisation. If we had decriminalisation, then that person wouldn't get in to the health system because there would be no guards uh, at, at contacting them. Right, okay. Uh, well, listen, thank you very much. Really interesting research and uh, apt too in terms of its timing with things opening up again in the nighttime economy. Thank you, Dr. Eamon Keenan, the HSE's National Clinical Lead for Addiction Services. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.